ever since they landed on Belle Isle are any of us truly safe. It's time to fight. Fight with fire. We are the ones who have the power. Yeah, so uh, what's up? We last see, last episode happened. A few days later, we had some time to sit on it. It's yeah. Thursday now. How we feeling? Uh, well, I think you were about to say something. You said the last yeah. season. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it looked like you was about to say last season. Um, uh, I you know we've been straight up and honest for this entire season. Mm-hmm. I'm middle of the road about it. Okay. I like um. I'm middle of the road. Um, so how, how about you? That's fair. I am. I don't know. So I yeah. I watched it start to finish. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the last episode overall. I am shocked that this hasn't gotten a season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe will have me explain my feelings about the show like throughout the episode because on the one hand I am floored. I love one that it exists for one and everything like mm-hmm. that went into it. But then on the other hand, it's like some of the critiques that I have for the show. I wonder if it is that same kind of deal with Black Lightning, where like you mm-hmm. having a predominantly POC cast have to kind of get as much shit in there as you can because there's a possibility that you may not be well received or renewed. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 with you. Yeah. But then I'm like, what are the systemic things like that that from the top down that made this what it is? So mm-hmm. yeah, man. It's it's it happened. Um <laughs> this this is the light in the sky, the carefree black <laughs> review over the uh, CW's 4400 um, season finale uh, season one episode 13 present is prologue mm-hmm. uh, kind of piggybacking or picking back up where the first episode kind of left us yeah. sort of sort of uh, mm-hmm. tensions rise as an attack is made on the boys Blanc putting everyone's life in danger um When you yes. open up like that, <laughs> when you it's just like I get, I'm kind of wondering like, so where where are we going? So where are we going? I don't I don't know because I see so much potential, mm-hmm. and I'm keeping in mind COVID. I'm keeping in mind yeah, um, being a predominantly brown and black show, and also the 13 episode run for the mm-hmm. first season. Um, there are parts in this ending that feel that take the show from being something that initially felt like, oh, this kind of um new skin to an old original, but that felt breathe new life into it. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the and we'll get to it, but the 2064 of it all, I think mm-hmm. that kind of fell apart for me, mm-hmm. that fell apart. S- Sylvester Stone or Cindy Stone, whatever the chick, <laughs> I a lot of that did not work. A lot of that did yeah. not work for me, and I'm I'm trying to really, even these few days later, <clears throat> get my hand around. Is it, it? No, it didn't work for me, but it felt older. It felt like 2000 science fiction show. That's what it kind of felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's only so much you can. Well, not only so much, but when it comes to science fiction and future talk and how things look and aesthetics and stuff like it's not always 
groundbreaking or easy, I would imagine, but mm-hmm. it just I feel like those parts didn't work for me and I'm I'm kinda upset about it. Okay. Um so <laughs> I um so let's specifically focusing on the um let's say like you said the Sienna Stone, the future, yes. the big reveal. Um the reason though that didn't work for me was and and this is something like I said, comparing you know, we we we've been doing this, comparing it to the yeah. previous season or series. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um they had an episode there was an episode spoiler mm-hmm. five four three two one where um I keep thinking of like Sierra, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like uh, <laughs> um yeah. where um the big reveal about the forty four hundred actually coming from not aliens, it wasn't aliens who abducted them, it was people from the future. Um mm-hmm. that um <clears throat> that that came in the last episode. So it wasn't yep. like they had you know, in two episodes before that series, mm-hmm. that season finale, that they were leading up to that. So that whole big drop of like this happened was in the last episode. For me, the reason why I didn't, and but the the difference being was they didn't show the future. So that was yeah. one thing. Um, the reason I mainly wasn't riding with this with at least the big reveal and the and the flash forwards to 2064 were because of Manny. Okay. And um every time he appeared on screen it just took me out. And okay. it's not I just um there's something and and he's going to be like a general point of discussion when we you know focus on this episode but yeah. Um I I think they were they, not. Not I think they were definitely showing his more radicalization of what needed to be done because now he has the tools. You know, now he has mm-hmm. the time. You know, to tools for yeah, um, <clears throat> for what he ultimately needs to do to save the future or you know make the future you know turn the future into it you know make right. it in a better state. But every time there was a scene and I that with him, it just took me out. Uh, mm. It just really took me out okay. uh, to the point where that's a large part of the reason why I wasn't really feeling this episode. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And I, I think that um, it, I, it just for me, it wasn't, it, I don't want to say it wasn't believable, but there's just something about the performance that, that, that wasn't working for me for him being the guy that's pushed so far to the edge Yeah, that he's, you're willing to do some drastic stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that ties into that, and we, we can talk about this later, um, because I do want to I do want to throw in a couple of pros, but um they pushed him so far from being a radical like kind of freedom fighter for his people mm-hmm. to now being a mass murderer to the point mm-hmm. where he was willing to kill his people. And that that was another thing <laughs> that kind of took me out. Yeah. So um that uh the future stuff just didn't work um for me largely for for him mm-hmm. um so that you know that's kind of my thoughts and i know that this was supposed to be like a big moment where we're like wow you know yeah. this is where we you know for people who are new to this to this mm-hmm. franchise and even for us where they're taking a uh, they're taking a an, a previous concept and putting their own twist on it right I, it just didn't land for me um mm-hmm. 
because of because of because of him. So, um, what about yeah. you? Like, what were there any? Um, what, what you know? What else worked for you? Or what you know? Um, I think the idea of the future worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I think what you may have been well. I, correct me if I'm wrong. What I think would have worked better is to maybe sprinkle it in a bit more. Um, I feel like Hayden would have been a great way to mm-hmm. kind of gleam into that 2064-ness. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I did like the battle. I feel like for – now, I also have not mm-hmm. consumed all of the Arrowverse. Um, mm-hmm. But when I look at the things on CW that I have, like Riverdale, where they've had something similar, and they've yeah. just bossed to the wall, <laughs> everything is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did like, I wish there could have been more, but I did mm-hmm. like this like constant chaos. Um, again, I'm looking at budget. This was not going to be Umbrella Academy season two opening scene that I wanted yeah. it to be yeah, so yeah. bad. Um, but even with the battle, though, I liked it. I did not like, I... <sighs> For it to be built up for what it was, I wish we could have gotten more, like, hand-to-hand, I'm using my ability. Like, mm-hmm. th- I wish some of the budget had been, like, staved just specifically for this yeah. final. But because Mildred and her stuff, if I'm putting myself in the world of the show, she mm-hmm. had she carried them. And it's like, yeah. bro, nobody else was really doing what she was doing. So, yeah. um, but I did enjoy the battle, um, the bit that we got from it. Mm-hmm. it kind of felt to me like watching a soap opera that happens to have a supernatural element to it versus okay. like the original series. I feel like it was very similar. I mean, it is a sign mm-hmm. of the time, but I felt like, and it's not to say that the original is better, but just when mm-hmm. I'm comparing the fights and the uh, not even big battles, just like um, what's the one, <laughs> the one uh, young lady, spoiler alert in the first mm-hmm. series who, um, was controlling men, mind controlling men. Uh, yeah. Is it JC? Yeah. But like even the stuff. Oh shoot! Even. So hey y'all, uh, I am. Do <laughs> we having some technical difficulties? Um, yes, my bad. The rain is back. <laughs> I was about to take. I think it. I'm back. I was gonna take this baton and run with it. Um, oh, yeah, we, rain's back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this might actually be better. We're gonna do this. All right. But no, um, I I I I think that I enjoyed the better for what it was because I'm thinking it's mm-hmm. a CW show. You're not going to get a whole lot of the X-Men big blockbuster stuff that we are kind of conditioned yeah. or accustomed to. Um, mm-hmm. but all in all. That portion, I feel like they did what they needed to do. They accomplished what they needed to, and they had the like busy background. I just wish the extras out of like went a little harder in the paint with the axes because some of them were kind of just walking around, you know, with like bats in their hands. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my my gripe. <laughs> there, um, you know, there's um, I think I've talked about this movie before. The mm-hmm. latest Halloween movie, the mm-hmm. the sequel. Mm-hmm. to the reboot that came out a couple of years ago, but this one was yeah. on uh, Peacock streaming. There's a part where they're in a um, hospital and the big, not, it's not a twist, but a plot point or a story that works that happens in there is the town decides to rise up and go after Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And, but it starts to instill a sense of, sense of like terror and, 
you know, people getting crazy. So in this hospital, mm-hmm. somebody says, Michael Myers here. And so what happens is it's just like random people running around for mm-hmm. like a few scenes. And it's the, it's the most funniest thing I'd ever seen because in my mind, the director was just like, yo, just run. And they were like, where? He was like, we don't care. And, and it's literally like people just running around. And yeah. um, for some reason, I like ridiculous stuff like that. Um, there's a little bit of this <laughs> that going on in this scene, yeah. but it wasn't. I, I think that, um, you know, so, you know, kind of piggybacking on what you're saying. I, mm-hmm. My biggest thing was um, when Mildred and them came in and actually I liked her using her abilities. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we didn't, we had no sense of who else outside yeah. of the main cast members, what anybody could do. Mm-hmm. And we they barricaded the door <laughs> and. Um, that was it. And like you said, you just saw people running around in the background. Um, I, I like the effect of her using the, those pillars. Yeah. Um, but it caused me to, it was like, I was thinking, like, hey. where did those come from? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, yes. it's like, so did you, did you mess with the, the stability of the yes. lobby? Is it going about to, did you like kill it? Just kill everybody. So that was one yes. thing. I was like, you know what? Let's just run with it. But mm-hmm. I, the other thing that got me was none of the 4,400, like the guy who could see through stuff, yeah. he didn't use a gun. Nobody used guns <laughs> in this part. Hey. Um, right. They ran in with the guns. And then yeah. after that, everybody's just running away from the January 6th insurrectionist. So, what? yeah, I was just like, why, <laughs> why aren't there more like... Let's see some hand-to-hand combat. They ran in mm-hmm. with guns. Let's see them shooting at each other. Right. And it just seemed like the everybody outside of Mildred mm-hmm. was on defense. Because as soon as Shanice said, yo, let's everybody go to your room and barricade yourself in, um, right. that just ended the opportunity for people to go on the offense. And mm-hmm. it was just, you know, so I, I didn't it, – it was, it was just kind of a weird, but I did – think of out of all of that Mildred using her abilities mm-hmm. to separate those two guys who were yeah. who were on um I think it was Shanice and LaDonna mm-hmm. and then or Shanice and uh, Claudette. Yeah. Yeah because LaDonna, yeah got you. So then and then her using for the pillars mm-hmm. I thought was I thought that worked, but it was just like everything in the background seemed a little bit scattered. And to be honest with you, there are Arrowverse shows where you mm. will have like the big battle scenes and yeah. then and I think that happens sometimes, like, you know, for large battle scenes, just period. You will have mm-hmm. the one random person fighting at air, you know, or yeah. just like doing a fake punch. Like even yeah. so it's, you know, so that that's just something I think that happens uh, when you get stuff, you know, get in, you know moments like this happening. But, um, you know, so I um, the, the there was a something that actually once one thing that did work for me really well was. Um, and this goes back to something that we wanted in the previous series was mm-hmm. a focus on things that fo- that pertain to, you know, people of color and then also, yeah. you know, people in LGBTQ plus community that mm-hmm. wasn't represented on the other show. And it's just like yeah. the rise, the idea that you have like a radical, you know, kind of Trumpism, racism, homophobia mm-hmm. being a main threat that combined with things like climate change mm-hmm. could kind of push us towards the edge where yeah. we're living in these cities. So I, I like that. I li- I actually didn't mind that being, you know, what pushes us to the edge because mm-hmm. you see that. And I, and I think that throughout the season, that's something that they've done pretty well. 
you know, without mm-hmm. being in certain cases, I think with certain characters and Manny is one of them in this, yeah. um, it could be on the nose, but I think that, um, I think though, overall in general, that worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the main threat being, you know, the, the, ins- their versions of the insurrectionists. So that, right. that was a pro for me, you yeah. know, for this, you know, for this episode or for the season finale. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I, um, I agree with everything you said. My only mm-hmm. wish is that, and I don't know how things work in the writer's room or what they is. Shout out to mm-hmm. Boy Barnes, writer's room. But mm-hmm. I, I only wish that more of the series had of led up to this season finale. Like if you had to start it there and work backwards, mm-hmm. I think the, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I may be kind of beating a dead dog because some of this, like you say, it happens even in Arrowverse shows. And this is a CW property, not HBO. So some of my critiques, I feel like I can maybe like leave them on the floor because again, mm-hmm. and also with it being a show with a predominantly black cast that's brand mm-hmm. new, not know how it's going to be received and I'll mm-hmm. hopefully get a season two. But if not, you know, we got to hit points X, Y, and Z. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going to give it a break for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about Mildred, like being the kind of leader, uh, central focus, and then into this episode with this Millicent mess? Mm. Um, I mean, like I said, I I enjoyed her moment, her moments Mm -hmm. at the beginning, you know, with the, with the fight. Mm Um, I didn't, I, (laughs) Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, not. I don't. There's nothing really that kind of stood out for me when it kind of came mm-hmm. to you know, as far as with her specifically. There are other characters though that I I feel that okay. I feel that more about. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that it was cool to kind of get like she got her she 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 got her big moment at the beginning, but like mm-hmm. at that point, it was just kind of moving back into. Um, there's nothing really that stood out, you know, as far okay. as about her, as far as her role for the mm-hmm. remainder of the episode. Um, I the relationship with her and Millicent, um, it, it's I don't know that I care too much, and I'm mm. just trying to because like it, we could you could definitely have a um, a story focused on two siblings on opposite sides of the coin, and yeah. then by the by the last episode we're just like okay this is cool. Because mm-hmm. we've built up to this point where these two sides are literally going to clash as far as mm-hmm. ideals and you know where they yeah, like I said where they stand on stuff, but when she rescued her sister and was like you know hey come, you know come you know be with us you know I apologize and this I just I didn't care as much because okay, we literally only had two episodes to deal with this relationship mm-hmm. and I think a lot of. Um, what Mildred's focus or what her focus has been on for most of the season, um, it, it it just, because we literally got her saying, I got to go find my sister mm-hmm. at the end of like episode three or four. And then we were just like, wait, what? <laughs> we just like, <laughs> so to me, I'm still in that surprise state. Okay. You know, as far as um, when did her sister even kind of because like even when she came back in the first few episodes she mm-hmm. wasn't mentioning her sister 
You know, that wasn't anything, you know, that and it just so I think because her her situation is tied so far up with Millicent, I just didn't really when we got here, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know, yeah. that, that's kind of where I'm it. at. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I get that. I get that. I um I enjoyed her. Um, I mm -hmm. will agree about the Millicent stuff mm -hmm. only because, like I said, we had her for not that long. And mm -hmm. our introduction to her, like, I don't, I'm old, so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't mm -hmm. remember even seeing her at Ipsy Mad. Like, no. was she just mentioned? Okay, and see, that's also yeah. what kind of confused me. I was like, wait, she mm -hmm. was at Ipsy Mad? Um and I get they maybe didn't cast the actress at that time or whatever may have happened, but that mm -hmm. was shocking to me. So then when we did get her, I um I get her being at MC Med would be the thing that lets you know, oh, she was also taken. But I was like, mm, mm -hmm. she was taken a year after you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. Mm, are we sure that's her? No, but um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same camp. I enjoyed um Mildred. And I think that especially the wedding reception mm -hmm. murders episodes, I loved yeah. her there. Um, mm -hmm. The thing that kind of fell flat for me was the Freedom Fighters, the Claudette gang. That mm -hmm. So I think that didn't really do her much justice because, like you said, we didn't know what they could do outside of the one guy. And mm -hmm. then the people who did pop up, it was like, I know they're extras. I know they're not like the main cast, but... Y'all can do some stuff. Um, well, they could pull a trigger, but they didn't do that. <laughs> they didn't do that. <laughs> now, I wonder, okay, so keep with that in mind, in other Arrowverse yeah. shows, I know there's a lot of fighting, but are, is it a lot of gun usage? Like, is that? Yeah, yeah people use guns. Diggle, that's all Diggle was using. Like, Diggle had the, he had the helmet on, and then he would run in and just blow people away. And it's just like, yo, <laughs> I guess they're literally like, they're not. I mean, he has no super. He's he's essentially like Batman. Batman has okay. no abilities. You know, people will be like, he's super intelligent. And I'm mm -hmm. like, he's rich, um, and he can do martial arts. But Diggle's Diggle's yeah. training was like he was. He that's all. That's that's what he had. He had a okay. gun, and then probably different devices. So, mm -hmm. um, there is gun usage on. You know, there have been guns used on um, different Arrowverse shows. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Well, you know that's. I don't know. Um, one thing I did enjoy, mm -hmm. which could come as no surprise to anyone, was yeah. Claudette. Yeah. Yes. Everything yeah. about Claudette this episode, I mm -hmm. except for when that. Okay, so Claudette, perfect. Loved mm -hmm. everything. My favorite yeah. moment with her was taking that bat or that piece of a chair to that woman Renee to the back of her head. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I knew something was going to happen, but that yeah. right there to me, favorite, hands down, Lady uh -huh. J official guest. <laughs> you killed it. Um, I mean, I I think Claudette was cool. I didn't think we didn't see the actress coming, uh, the one that she hit with the chair okay. because she, yeah. um, no, she literally was not in that group when they went into the <clears> hotel. <throat> so it's just no. like, yeah, I was just like I. When she appeared as, I thought she was the white, you know, the white lady from, yes, from a couple the, episodes before. But I was just like, everybody in that group when y'all went into the hotel was like Hispanic, mixed, or black, and there was no white. The only yes. white woman in the group <laughs> was, was Mildred. <laughs> it was Mildred. So then, <laughs> when she showed up and she started, she was like Manny's henchwoman. Yeah. I was just like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, yes. where did she? Yeah. 
So it was just, it was weird. But um, back to Claudette, I did, that was one thing I wanted to mention. But Claudette, um, I think she she did really good. Uh, she was one of those standout performances. Like when you were asking, um, you know, about Mildred, I mm-hmm. was just like, my, my focus was more on Claudette, uh, Shanice, uh, and I think those were the main two that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and them having her use her abilities... I thought was 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 pretty cool. Um, it was very gross, you know. It's like she yes. her having to do that, um, but you know, it's just we we had to, you know, she had to get out of that situation somehow. And specifically, her and um, Jarrell, I like the two of them together. Like mm-hmm. you know, Jarrell will talk, you know, yeah. he he will he will talk, and she was like, hey, hey yo. Let's do this. Like she's just like she's like yo, like I love you, but you you gotta you know we in the middle of a riot. Like these people yes. are like trying to yes. kill us, and um, but I I liked I I think she 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 was a standout for me, um, and her because and I'm not saying she was gonna she was radicalized. I mean mm-hmm. she was the the suggestion now is is that Manny was the one that kind of taught her gave her the tools to perceive per, per, move along the path that she had wanted to for a while yeah um we talked about our issues with that mm-hmm. um because it seemed like she was already headed that way anyways mm-hmm. um but so to see her i i guess in terms of ideology kind of see him taking it to the nth degree where he was like willing to kill you know, her, you know, the people he was supposedly trying to protect her kind of going back and forth with not back and forth, but her kind of um, having to being challenged by him mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. them, you know, challenging or whatever, being on opposite sides of the coin. I actually enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, I think she was saying something to the effect of. Um, did she say that she agreed with him? Yeah, she said. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, okay. I, you know, he radicalized or not, he made some points, and I, and that's where her, her and Jarrell, um, Jarrell were having their like, right, right, fat, like, right, and <laughs> so. and I don't know if she necessarily was now if she, I don't know if she was agreeing with the whole with the thing of. We got a murder for forty four hundreds, but I think yeah, I don't think that's what she was agreeing with. But I think she was just yeah. like, I see how I see where he's coming from because it seems yes. like when you try to do the middle road with these people, these this middle ground, mm-hmm. nothing happens. And right. I think that that's a callback to when she was in nineteen fifty eight, when Come she on. was like, we can do the middle ground, we can go marching, and and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that every every form of protest has its merits, you know, yeah. or at least you know. Within that discussion, but I mean, within that yep. you know framework, but uh, I liked her. She she's grown. You know, she mm-hmm. she's one of the characters that I think has grown, and you know, this episode showed that. You know, yeah. also, um, there was um, <laughs> this is a pro for all the wrong reasons, but oh, Andre leaving right before the riot to me was hilarious. Um, yeah. he, it um. It just and then Bridget being on forever vacation was hilarious to me. Um, they yeah, I just like with Andre, we talked about this last week. Uh, he was just like, I gotta get these supplies, you gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just yeah. like gone. And um, then Mariah, in, in my mind, uh, Logan's daughter is at the house. 
her dad is stuck in a place that's being attacked, and her mom is like, I think they said she was stuck somewhere because of COVID, then because of like COVID or something. I I don't know. Oh, Bridget but, um, or Bridget, Bridget. Like she was she she they she mentioned in yeah, the she was this stuck. episode. Yeah, she, was, yeah, she yeah. was stuck. So it's just like you know, I felt bad for Mariah because I knew neither of her parents are home. And um, but Andre being gone, like when everything's popping off, was man. was crazy to me. I was so I was so mad. I called the writers out. I said, "Yeah, y'all take the one person off the board who could help all of this, right?" And then explain it away by saying like he dies in every other you know universe that this happens. I'm like, mm, I don't think that man was dying like y'all saying. <laughs> y'all lying. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, what else stood out for you? What else worked? Um, everything about Claudette, mm-hmm. uh, that's no a surprise. Um, I did okay, so I did like the idea of one Dr. Andre and Claudette with Claudette in the conversation with Drew at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless to if you agree with her or not, I feel like there's merit to what she was saying, considering mm-hmm. she's from 1950 anything. We're yeah. in 2022 or 2021 at this point, and Manny came back from 2064. The fact that yeah. none of this changed, so I did like that argument. But to piggyback off of that argument, I like the idea, even if I didn't particularly care for the execution, I like the idea that Andre, who's from, what is he, from 2024, 1924? He, uh, just, we from, could say sometime in the 20s. Yeah, from yeah. 20-ish, that this century. man of science is the one who's like tasked with now pick up where Manny left off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so like, my question about that is he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Manny was he is he an engineer? I don't know. I think Manny, I thought he was a hacker. Like, no, I'm, I'm talking about Andre. Andre oh, is yeah. a physician. Like he's a yeah. physician and his focus is on biology because he mm-hmm. was he was uh, trying to find a possible a possible cure for that, I think it was the whooping cough or mm-hmm. or something. So I don't. When she was just like, "We need you to take over," and I was just like, "That's not his background." <laughs> now I, I was there with you. I was there. I promise you. And I, I, you know, I was there. But in yeah. my head, rationalizing what I said was, "Okay, he is not necessarily on the science, engineering, cosmic uh-huh. shit. However, yeah. he has." Move from, and this is me, my nerd brain moved from 1920 yeah. anything into 2022. And so he does not have that pesky uh, 1929 to 2020 medical knowledge getting. I like, I was trying, I was doing hoops. And that's a stretch, me. Rain. Rain, that's a stretch. Like, that's okay, that's that's a jump. That's a that's a hell of a leap. Like, it's the, no. the what I will hey. say now, if she was because when she was speaking to him about that, mm-hmm. she was speaking at least from what I remember specifically about the time travel tech, right? That's mm-hmm. what she was mentioning. Okay. It was either okay. time travel tech, but what I will allow is that maybe <laughs> she was talking to him about the ZMT. That I could see because that's that's dealing more with DNA. That's dealing more with biology. And this is coming from a person I don't know even about science. Like as far as like I'm not a specific, but I know like there's like when it comes to time travel, 
string theory, whatever, some of the stuff that Manny was throwing out, that is not, um, and maybe in a physician's spare time, they're like, let me study time travel. But if I want to build a time travel device, I'm going to an engineer. I'm going to somebody who is like computer scientist who has, um, because I'm not going to let Doc Brown operate on me. Like oh, no. he, he's an insane, uh, he's an insane, like mad scientist. He's not, he does he's not a physician. So that, yeah. So that was kind of weird to me because she was, she was talking to him, at least in non-context, I think about, mm-hmm. you know, building the, because they realized with Manny, like this shit yeah. ain't going to work. Cause he nut up. Like we, we've, we've seen what happens yeah. with him. So that was, it was a weird moment. Like, but I do like the idea of him being the man of science, being mm-hmm. the one who, she confides in, but I was just yeah. like, yo, we got a team for you. And he's like, oh, okay, because I don't know this engineering shit. Um, because I, you know, I know there's another thing that worked for me um, was that whole scene with Logan and mm. um, Logan when they revealed they was hurt, leading to the conversation with Mariah. Um, I felt that that was one of the most emotional kind of moments of the episode. And I know this sounds sadistic, but I always say that in the context of something like this, if Mm -hmm. um, not sadistic, I wouldn't, I I went into the episode not being, I wouldn't have been surprised if somebody had died Yeah, Uh, because this was, this is like the kettle, you know, the kettle Mm -hmm. pot boiling over and and all Mm -hmm. of that. And so Logan because he's he's now he's kind of the heart. I think next to Andre, those yeah. are like th- that's the heart of the show. So when mm-hmm. you realize that he was hurt, and they did let you know that flying debris like that will, if it hits you, yeah. <laughs> if it hits somebody, it's going to kill you. For sure. Um, I it, in a weird way, I was like, okay, this is I'm not fine with it because he's leaving, but I was expecting something like this to happen. Mm, okay. uh, and that kind of gave them a moment of the their family you know yeah. it was you know him mariah and Shanice on the phone call mm-hmm. and um and it just worked i think even you know hayden was there and i think he everybody brought it in that scene mm-hmm. and even a little bit of and this is this is an example of how i think the delivery of certain issues mm-hmm. was delivered better in one case versus right okay. another case i think mariah mentioning the thing about the active shooter, you know, mm-hmm. active shooter, oh. or yeah, Whoa. like when she when she was talking about that, it got me. I was just like, damn, you know, this yes. is something that every kid post uh, Columbine has had mm-hmm. to learn. Um, yeah. it's, it hasn't ended, and then I think she kind of talked a little bit about seeing the coverage mm-hmm. of riots, you know, online. And I go back to thinking about like literally being at my computer working that day and then mm-hmm. pulling up on CNN and watching this stuff. So her yeah. kind of talking about that tied in, I think, some you know social commentary that they were kind of bringing up within this episode mm-hmm. versus parts where this is a con, where when Manny was talking, it felt like he was speechifying all the time. Yeah. And, and, and there's, I think that there are ways that you can do this and we just have examples of, you know, one way to do it in one way that, at least yeah. for me, it didn't work. Like now some yeah. people probably, you know, looked at Manny's speeches and were just like, okay, you know, da, da, da. and it was just like, but at a certain point, it just felt, um, and also, I, it, never mind, it just felt like it was, you know, just kind of a bit much. But I felt that Mariah did a better job of letting us know, like, where things were within our hey. culture in yes. this in this 
moment in this small mm-hmm. moment. So um, I, I love this scene. I agree. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. And this is on audio record as well as visual. That scene, no bullshit, got me close to tears. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I even <laughs> mentioned to uh, the actor who plays Logan, like, F you, bro, because I really felt like, mm-hmm. oh, I could cry. And the calmness that she delivered her lines, like, okay, look, active shooter this, whoever's hurt do this. And it's like, they are, though, the parents. She took this lead role. Yeah. Um, and, and In my head, and again, I am a fan, but I manage my expectations. It's a show. It's a CW show. There's a particular budget. Like, all mm-hmm. of that in mind. But I was thinking, like, okay, this little girl lost her mom for 16 years, was raised with a different mom and her dad, now may mm-hmm. possibly lose her dad and her mom, depending on how the show decides to go. Yeah. The amount of calmness that the actress who played Mariah exhibited, I don't know if that was like a direction that they made her take, but I was like, yeah. let this be a real world kind of example. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I'm just used to this. Yeah. I'm just used to this chaotic mess that happens so close to home that I can talk to my parents about, you know, shooters in their hotel and just be okay. Like that scene, honestly, that scene really did, you know, kind of get me a little bit. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Like, oh shit. I don't know if I need kids because this was this would break and my this, Yeah, and um, and you know, shout out to people who work in education because yes. that it's just something that you shouldn't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And it it just seems like sometimes it's par for the course living over here. And, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty unfortunate. But I felt that, like you said, it was a really good scene. Yeah. Um, what else worked on your end? Because, um, yeah, what, what else worked for you? Honestly, um, I think however you feel about Manny and his delivery, I think some of the points, to me, was the same what I felt about Millicent last episode, mm-hmm. when though she is positioned as the bad guy, some mm-hmm. of the stuff she was saying made perfect sense. Like, yeah. yes, you are the quote-unquote victims. You come from the past, you're dropped here, blah, mm-hmm. whatever, but you're not considering all of Detroit that was just minding their business and all of a sudden there's 4,400 people with powers yeah. who are just here. Uh, not to say that she had the right answer, but the way that I felt about her last episode is how I felt about Manny this episode in some mm-hmm. of the stuff he was saying mainly in the future when his argument was you're just pushing the needle far enough yeah. to be comfortable that's why i was mm-hmm. like no you know what i feel that because what what comes from taking 4400 people and like slightly positioning them in different spaces where there have been 30 other universes where it has all ended like this and if you, future people, have the actual technology to have a multiverse of at least 29 other realities, mm-hmm. why the hell are we making more change? So, again, regardless of how you feel about his delivery, some of his points, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, what now? Right. Like, um, the, see, the thing with, and I, um, everything that he was saying, I, I was on board on board with you know outside of just killing a bunch of people to yeah, to make your point yeah ex- aside from the mass murder thing everything and even i saw his discussion his like ranting and why did they give him a like 
different clothes to wear, like future clothes. I do not understand. <laughs> like they had a man. I'm not saying they had to wear the same clothes, but he was there for two years, and they did not give him like I would. I would have been like, "Yo, can I get some future clothes?" Like y'all, but. Right. When he was rant, when, that, when they they made it look like he was ranting, I can understand his frustration because the, the, mm-hmm. the discussion being is that the liberal elite who sit back and say like, "Oh, we're going to do good for you know these disenfranchised people," mm-hmm. um, you, like you said, you feel that the needle is moving like so incrementally, if I mm-hmm. if I pronounce that right, that <laughs> that it pushes you to do something where you like this is not happening fast enough. You know, Manny was just mm-hmm. like. Yo, instead of throwing like one person here and one person here, he was like, let's get 4,400 of them and just throw them. And he was like, and give them bombs and guns and shit. And he was, and so, but the, the, so I understood all that. And I now understand mm-hmm. what I understand what the critique was is that mm-hmm. in our present day, you have these, you have people who are so called, you know, on our side or liberals who pride themselves on like, we're making change. We gave yeah. them June, we gave them Juneteenth. They should be, you know, that type of shit. And it's just like, yeah. we're happy for that, but it's just like, that's cool. But, you know, pay off my student loans, like help me to do, you know, like do something that's drastic that will actually help. So mm-hmm. I understood all that. It yeah. was just, um, I keep saying this, it just, it was the delivery. It was just like, I, if it was another person that there, if there was another person kind of in that role handling that material, I think I probably would have been like, okay. So that works. And sometimes it jives and sometimes it doesn't. It's not a not necessarily a bad thing, because I think definitely there are people who were just like, OK, you know, this is cool. But mm-hmm. I understand the messaging. Um, and if anything, like I said, I, I agree with it. Um, I think it was just the messenger, you know, for me that where okay, I just that, like it wasn't and I couldn't like it just kept throwing me out. That's so, fair. What, what do you how do you think? Do you think a if if Manny and Jarrell the actors were swapped? Do you think that Jarrell um, would have done a maybe more convincing or better job at delivering a lot of that Manny stuff? I think so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean I think so. I think that I actually like I like said I like I, um, yeah I I'm gonna leave it at that. Yep, because <laughs> um, I I'm trying to like to be I'm not yeah. trying, when you say negative Nathan. I'm not trying to be, but it was just. No, I I can't, um, I can't kind of clean up how I feel about mm-hmm. that particular kind of, um, yeah. you know, with with the character because there is something with, um, I you know, it's one of those things where with the last episode, um, and I should be like, you know what, um, I don't agree with mass murder, but I understand the points that he's making, you know, that type of thing. And the other yeah. thing is to, now to jump from being. There was never any suggestion. I guess maybe because this was his kind of master plan in the long run. He's not going to reveal that he's going to murder everybody. Right, right, and I right. guess we probably should have expected that because he shivved the, the reverend. But um, so I, I, I'll, the mass murder thing for me, initially it was coming out of left field, but they have established that this is a guy who is ruthless. Um, but what did you say? Not for me. I, okay, I, so I was trying to be some leeway, but like no, if that's, no, no. That, that's how I originally put my notes down. That was weird yeah, as hell. It was, I, yes, <laughs> thank you. I okay. was like, why? My, for me, my issue is we already dealing with a tight cast, and yeah. if we are going to establish that he knew Claudette before and X, Y, and Z, whatever, my issue comes in with Hayden. Hayden is always going to be my issue. Having a precog mm-hmm. is not, I guess, aware enough, but I, I can excuse that. Many. 
trying to blow up the boys blunt to like start a race civil war i can almost give you that however this came out of nowhere but it came out of nowhere with a character like if it was the reverend then okay mm -hmm. oh you know he's been in the shadows whatever but we just met manny like three four episodes ago we got a lot of his backstory mm -hmm. where it's not that I don't think it could have ever happened. It, it kind of feels like this maybe was the ultimate goal, but getting there was a bumpy ride. And I think if you had of maybe had him interact with everyone else more, mm -hmm. it would have been more like, dang, you weren't with these people for the last couple of weeks. You're willing to, right. you know, so it was just like kind of what I felt about Millicent. Like, okay, you're here. I get your importance, but Mass murder and then mass murder, murder of the 4400 versus right. of regular humans. Like, that seems like a weird way. Like, okay, if you kill off 4400 of these people, mm -hmm. who's going to care? Like, not to say they're unimportant, but like a regular human who lives in Detroit, they're 23 going to college. Why would mm -hmm. they care versus if you kill 4400 humans, mm -hmm. then knowing the 4400 is a threat, then it's like, oh, okay. I don't know. It just it felt kind of clunky. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Okay, so I'm glad you said it because like that mm -hmm. was that was one of the things that wasn't working. But I was trying to um, because, like I said, I feel that like my cons are outweighing the pros. So I was just like, <laughs> let me kind of work this out to see if I can make it make sense. I am yeah, uh, not. Nah. Nah, it just okay. You said yeah. Nah. Um, I think that um, it was that was that was a pretty big jump to make. And but we were talking about this like last week or the week before mm -hmm. that Manny chilling in the apartment, not the apartment, the hotel, mm -hmm. um, driving his brother crazy with these codes because he didn't <laughs> trust them. Because um, because he didn't trust them, instead of going out and cutting necks, you know that type of shit. Like if you're a, if you're like if you just murder, 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 murder. Yeah. You know there are things that you could have been doing invisible like you yes. were an invisible black guy like you can things like you're like invisible and you could go out and do some good like hardcore damage mm -hmm. but your ultimate plan is like well it ain't even all the 4400 let's just say it's like a thousand of them in this one place yeah. because they've established that there are other centers True. where the other members are so i guess he was just like well you know this place this 4400 center is going to take a l so the other 3800 could be like, yo, let's ride on these ones. Like, Man, oh, say, like where my brother lives. I, I just, yeah, it just um, it just it's the the planning was weird, but I, you know, some of this I think ties into what I was we were, you know, I, I talked about off air. I, I sound weird saying that, where I think yeah. that a lot of elements from the original have been smashed up into this mm. one season, and yeah. it's just like when everything is smashed into this one season, you don't have room to breathe. Mm. That's what I felt because once again, this the, he reminds me of somebody from the Nova Group. The Nova yeah. Group didn't come until the second or third season. We had time to build up to that radicalization of humans against um, the mm -hmm. 4400, mm -hmm. and then the 4400. Like we're not going to keep doing this. We're not going. Right. We're going to clap back. Mm -hmm. And now we have like 13 episodes where it was just like it's this big ass hamburger, and after you <laughs> eat it, you have a coronary. It's just like spread them ingredients over. Um, but that, you know, that that's kind of where I'm at, because like if we had time to see him develop. Yo. He doesn't go to mass murder like, yeah. like within three episodes. So that that's kind of that's that's my. Hey, um, so I just um, 
I just I'm really <laughs> trying my best, like like so mm -hmm. constructive really criticism, yeah, and critical. Um, and I know it takes a lot to put together these shows and also to oh, write sure. them. But as viewers, sometimes if it's jiving and then keeping all that in mind, um, you still want to be like I said, I try to be as fair as possible mm -hmm. um, with kind of, you know, when I'm watching it. But if there, there was, you know, if there's stuff that's not you know working, then it just isn't. Um, and the same thing with people. People look at Route 3 and just like. Where'd that be? Or so I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, hey, that's that's my dad. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, like, like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, I can't stay in route three. Da -da 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 -da. Oh I was like, oh, shit, okay, time to go take a long shower and cry. You know, I'm a writer, I understand this, shit. like, it yeah. hurts, like, that's the thing. But if people are constructively critical, then I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, shower won't be as long because I don't feel like shit totally, you know, it's just like. Uh, I won't take a full like crying shower. I'll take yeah. like a half hour. So yeah. uh, all that to say, um, there. Um, I want this show to get a second season mm -hmm. um, because I feel that they're headed in the right direction. It's just like Absolutely. some of the story elements it, it were need to be fleshed out a bit more. Um, one of the things, and I'm just, I'll just go ahead and say this. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't. I've I've accepted that this show has a certain amount of camp mm -hmm. and yeah. um and humor that the other series didn't. That's cool. We we have fun with Andre trying to use a cell phone. Um, that's that that was that was cool. Even Bill Green being thrown out the window looked like something yeah. forbidding him. Uh, and actually, Bill Green sitting with that that next cat that neck cast brace. and the neck brace and the and the cast. I was just like, this is some funny shit. And he's trying to be like, we're going to be evil. I'm like, I can't take you seriously. No, right for now. real. Right. So, <laughs> but the thing, one of the things that didn't work was a giant iguana. I'm sorry. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand what they were going for. Um, I and it just, it just, it, but it, it was weird. And it just, um, the entire sequence was like, and where was Harold? <laughs> Harold's wife got kidnapped. Harold got the heck out of Dodge yeah. before the races got there. He pulled an Andre. Hey. Um and you know that the that whole sequence was just it was weird mm -hmm. um to me from LaDon because like I was wondering what she was gonna do, and then she kept making this face and she was like she was having fun with it. And I think she was having fun, but I think she was terrified at the same time. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they're shooting bullets into the air. Yeah. And um and I guess maybe she was like just wondering if those were gonna drop on her. But um I didn't um it just didn't work for me. And I mm -hmm. but and that's and like I, but like I said I think I just have to accept that this humor is either going to work for me yeah, or is not. And that was like the campiest shit I had seen. It, what, were, what were your thoughts about it? I, it I, well, okay. I'll say this. They play one of my favorite Dua Lipa songs. So yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah, all yeah. in. <laughs> but the thing, which is so, I mean, it just speaks to how much I think I must love camp that I don't realize. But the thing that bothered me wasn't even the iguana. It was M Millicent in that same scene. Well, you finish your thought because that because there was something that was, yeah. You have Kalosh's organic living metal as hands. <laughs> yes, and you, and yet shoot you. you allow somebody to tie you up by your hands and yes. then put you on the sheet. You weren't even like, 
I don't know, nailed to a building. I was like, Millicent, wait a minute. Now you had all this smoke for your sister. You you literally burst through three pillars <laughs> to get into the boys' block. And you gonna yeah. tell me that these humans are going these human men are going, oh man, I was like, Millicent, come on. Come on, Millicent. And I'm like, can your whole body turn metal, or is it just like to your? I, I was really upset at her. Yeah. And I enjoyed the music from the iguana, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but I was like, okay, you was yeah. vibing with it. Okay, the iguana was doing it for you. Um, the, the other thing that um, so the other thing that got me was I, you know, it's this balancing between. The tone for the series has always been kind of weird um, mm-hmm. at, at times. So you have this this uh, parallel to terrorists taking people and murdering them uh, on live television or like or taping it, mm-hmm. and then you you send that out across the world and say this is what we're going to do because we're trying to. Um, this is this is who we are. This is a part of our agenda, and it's like horrible shit, like beheading, shootings, mm-hmm. stabbings, just whatever. Yeah. Um, so you got something like that happening. They're pulling her out to do that, to kill her in the middle of this alley with this mm-hmm. racist rock music. I'm sorry, like if people are watching, this, it's like racist rock music. Every time they went into this alley, it was like okay so it was weird um so they're walking her out it's supposed to be the serious moment mm-hmm. and i'm like you're drawing this parallel to something that happens and da 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 and and what they want to do to just people who look like me and just all that and then mm-hmm. there's a giant iguana dancing and you got the racist, and I guess they were like, you know what, let's let's like lighten up the tone. But I was yeah. just like, you're you're just you. It, it was something very serious. Like you were going to shoot this woman, yes. um, like possibly like pull her arms out to the side and like in a crucifixion fashion. And then it's like, duh, 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 duh. and then like the one is like pop locking this shit, and I was just like. No. I didn't know how to react. It was a weird transition, and it wasn't even like minutes between the transition. No, no, no. It was like a second, yeah. and I think um, it, it did. They showed the reaction shots of people in the crowd, and one guy was like, "What the hell?" And it was just, and they're just shooting, and I was just like, "I, um, I, this is." I think like the closest I could think of is when she sent those like fake iguanas out, and then Tuvok looked around the corner, said, mm, and then ran away. But um. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just um I think like I have had to come to accept like yeah. the um the you know the humor that they're inserting into the series and it's like I said it's not a it's not a bad thing. Sometimes it works and then this one it was just weird. It was yeah. just weird to watch. Um so we but we're we're committed to the iguanas now. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? One thing I did like and I don't mm-hmm. know what this is gonna make me sound like, I like the idea of using the word iguana. As they stand in for a slur, because um, I feel like it is it's very easy for you to be like, oh, nigga, this or you know, insert mm-hmm. particular slur here. So I did like the idea that we're using iguana as a shorthand for any slur, but yeah. having it show yeah. where I'm fine with drama and and, and, mm-hmm. and violence and even like you know the racism from the um, characters, but t- to be able to um, relay that without having to then use real world slurs to me. I did like that, mm-hmm. um, especially when 
not to say that oh family friendly has to be a certain way but like it's good to not hear yeah N-word. i mean we're not they're not about to like throw the n-word in on cw like especially like yeah no nah, they uh if cw like said it CW, yeah. like, we trying to hold on to this money to yeah, film up in right. Canada. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, they're not. They're, like, defined by the uh, FCC, the FCC right. or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I'm yeah. fine with it. I mean, it, I think it's kind of grown on me. Um, I think, mm-hmm. it, you know, in the way of, like, you, you watch something, you watch something, you read something like yeah. Harry Potter, and it's getting to the point now where you hear a muggle, you're like, ooh. Don't call me yeah. that. Uh, you know, that type of thing. Like, you know, yeah, and also consider, now considering the author, um, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> shit, she was probably getting some stuff off her chest. Yo, so we were just man. like, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. What did Ron say? I can't hate my auntie. Uh, I was like, okay. Well, mm, you ain't got to hang around your racist ass. Anyways, um, <laughs> Or like transphobic as auntie. Um, shout out to no. the Harry Potter fans, the fellow Harry no, Potter fans. House <laughs> Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. House Gryffindor. And oh, just um, yeah. So I, it's kind of grown on me. I just um, it just it, it was weird. Uh, what mm-hmm. about you? What worked? What didn't work? Right. Um, what well, what actually worked for me? And I mm-hmm. don't know how you'll feel about this, but the conversation between Shanice and Mildred. Right there, when uh, Mildred decided to go look mm-hmm. for Millicent, yeah. um, it worked for me a lot in part uh, to how they started. I mm-hmm. felt like with yeah, Shanice they were not together, having yeah. Mariah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Shanice yeah. not raising Mariah, I felt like Mildred, though they weren't joined at the hip, I felt like that was her surrogate daughter. And that little interaction with the um, the back door and the camera, and just their whole first interaction in the first three episodes, and then having mm-hmm. end here. I was like, oh, this is this is sweet. It didn't get me like the Mariah scene did, but it really did kind of pull at me like, damn, look how far they've come. Like, new yeah. haircut, new love life. And like, <laughs> new do you, do you, huh? <laughs> you know? so they said, look how far we've come and it's, and it's fallen all around us. <laughs> Races no. roaming the halls, yeah. trying to kill us. She's Yo. like, how you doing? Exactly. Let me check in. Yeah. yeah, that that worked for me. What didn't work, kind of to piggyback off that, was I, mm-hmm. I don't like, I think the show should have done a better job at uh, visually coding the 40 Forum mm-hmm. versus the Manny Claudette group. Though I mm-hmm. know they had like on little vests and stuff, the, mm-hmm. the color scheme was so, and this is very minor, because we know mm-hmm. who the bad guys are, but that color mm-hmm. scheme was so similar, like when the the guys had Claudette and they were about to like decapitate her. I was like, but yeah. you, you kind of look like her <laughs> folks. Like you're wearing hoodies like Manny. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just wish they had I mean, that a little bit. They were dropping in actresses who we didn't even know existed in the group, the infiltration, the um, Rainbow Six group yes. led by Mildred. Like I said, everybody is within that group was like a PLC. There yes. were no white people in that group. So then like when Mildred walked up and said, let's handle this shit. And, I was just, and then like, you see the white woman, I was like, one thing is not, one thing is not like the other here. <laughs> like, Yo, they're literally, no, you're right. They literally, unless she showed up late, she was like, oh shit. Okay. This is where the, the, um, <laughs> the, the gunfight mm-hmm. is about to happen. Yeah. And then Manny was like, get your ass out of here. You know, so I don't know. No, no, no. Um, I'm with you. 
the the one thing I wish they hadn't have introduced because this, no matter what the show, no matter how much I like it, I'm not going to forgive them for this. Is mm-hmm. introducing the idea that there were people who were plants on the yeah. inside because mm-hmm. to me that that really convolutes a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that it makes it like, why wasn't the white lady Renee with the blonde hair? Why mm-hmm. wasn't she introduced to it? And I get, you know, she's yeah. just an extra for that episode. But you already introduced the idea that there are people faking mm-hmm. like they are 4400 who's infiltrated a lot of these facilities. Mm-hmm. And now we have this big, you know, race war, honestly. And it's like, yeah. but you didn't pay that off by being like, oh, Jarrell is really not Jarrell. Like it wasn't, that's what I didn't like. That would have been the best if you <laughs> Jarrell was <laughs> it's like, I'm from 2084. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're um, one of the things, uh, Jessica's turn, man. Yeah, I just like y'all committed to her being like it just, it just, it it didn't remember. It just didn't, yeah. Like when she, when they went to her, and I remember, like, um, oh man, um, Keisha, um, it was, it was Keisha, right? Uh, saying that she was going to get some help. Um, she was gonna, you know, try to. She was gonna try to get some help, and in my mind, so when they showed Jessica, I was like, "Oh, this is the help that she's gonna get." And then, you know, Keisha came in, and she was just like, "You know, they're they're killing us, and they're trying to kill us, and this and that, and this and that." And 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 at the end of the day, um, I do believe, um, and people say it's like cynical, like why don't you think the police would have showed up or the government would have sent? Like, no, it just there's a good chance that they would have held off for like an hour or two and then be like, okay, now let's send them in. Um, so her going to plead for that was mm-hmm. something that I I <clears throat> I wasn't that storyline I was fine with because I was like, I think that shit would actually happen. You know, mm-hmm. they sit back and say, Oh, well, it's a bunch of the others in one place, mm-hmm. like let them burn it down and then we'll just go in and dig up the bodies. That's yeah. how my mind thinks. Right. Um, but when it was Jessica as being the source, I just like y'all have already committed to like 12 episodes of her being like the evil, evil, you know, like the main antagonist, like who is just mm-hmm. messing things up on behalf of the government. Yeah. And I was cool with that, even when sometimes it was over the top, because I think the last episode we saw her in was yeah. the interrogation. Yeah. Like, you ain't said nothing in between the interrogation and now for her to be like, oh, shit, their lives Yo, matter now. And I was, I was just so like, mad. yeah, like, so what were your thoughts about that? I hated that, because I was like, <laughs> did we miss an episode? Like, <laughs> I was like, why are you, what do you mean, like, the, in, the intensity that Jessica mm-hmm. had? Yep. In that interrogation episode, in every single scene that she was on screen, yep. does not match the Jessica we got this finale. Not at all. And it wasn't even like, oh, Keisha was hurt, so now I have a change of heart. Like, when they opened up, she was like, God damn it, Bill Green, this is terrible. I was like, what, yep. what is happening? What is actually happening? Um, yep. I think that I, that I don't like that decision. Mm-hmm. I felt like Jessica should have doubled down on being like, fuck it. Like, she should have been like, okay, Keisha, I still got love for you. Let's get you out. Forget them. Right. <laughs> like, that would have been on par for Jessica. It yeah. Match. I feel like Bill Green and, and Jessica should have been swapped. She should have been like, nah, we gotta. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Just like yeah. Hayden turning against Mildred last episode, like, oh, you could have <laughs> did this for the other room. Like, 
What are you talking about? There's nothing that suggests that. What do you mean? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. I'm not a fan of Jessica. Yeah. Um. The um. Yeah, I mean that um. Because <laughs> it was like half of my like the list for the cons <laughs> like kept coming back to Manny in some way. So I think we kind of I beat that you know uh, you know whatever senselessly. Um, I just um yeah you know I, that's kind of all I have right now as far as yeah I mean like I said if there as far as you know pros and cons uh, and if there's anything else that you have man you can definitely jump into not it. really a lot of it had to do with Claudette. Um, mm -hmm. I know I mentioned when I was tweeting that like. If this hotel does glow up in flames, I feel like she's the one person who will survive just by nature of her powers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my so you know I won, I win no matter what. I'm I'm the MVP in that regard. Um, <laughs> Wait, I do remember <laughs> when you get finished. I got something else I just remembered. Um, but no, but that my other issue is Bridget. I am very. I'm hoping that this show gets a second season because I don't like. I feel like why introduce and I even mentioned this. I'm like, why is she here? Initially, it felt like it was going somewhere, but I think that yeah. they really did her wrong. And it, it could just be scenes were cut. It could be all oh, they mm -hmm. only needed her for X, Y, and Z. She was a, you know, a MacGuffin for the marriage thing, whatever. But I'm just, I don't like the idea that you introduce this blended family. Um, and then you get her, the matriarch, and then, like, she's off screen all of the time. Yeah. And as much as I like Logan, because I grew to like him, you know, he was, I was not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I just... To me, on the outside looking in, it looks like he's doing her dirty. And, like, because like, yeah. you're here. You've already established, like, in the, the Kreminsky experiment that you no longer want a union with Shanice. And you need mm -hmm. to focus on your family. But yet, where's your wife? Where is yeah. Millie uh, Fitzgerald? Because this is just scandal on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's your wife? Uh, so them explaining her being, like, at a conference or whatever. I was like. This is still silly. Like, yeah, her daughter yeah. is. Uh, I don't know. She had, she had Mrs. What was her name? Miss Grover. Miss um, mm -hmm. she had Miss Grover's hanging out. Um, yeah, <laughs> the um, yeah that that was kind of weird that she you know not her because if Logan is really dead, um, then as far as we know he's dead. You know that because they just whisked him away. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, unless he. You know, if they get a second season, back. he'll probably come back. Yeah. But um, to not have her there mm -hmm. for that kind of final scene was kind of like rough because I was just like, damn, that if, if she could have talked, spoken to her husband you know, for mm -hmm. the last, you know, for his possibly last few minutes, mm -hmm. I think it would have been effective. Um, the, the other thing that was weird was the cliffhanger, Manny Fresh. Okay. Yeah, so okay. that he's truly Manny Fresh, where um, <laughs> he popped up, and I'm just yeah. like, okay, so was he? Come on, it was there like an alternate timeline created because he's dropped in 2020. He wasn't dropped in the original year. Oh no, no, no. Maybe the suggestion was that he he never was abducted, or he was dropped back into that year. Um, so my thing is, so that has that has to have changed the timeline. In a way, hey, listen. Yeah, I have theories. I have okay, theories. okay. Yes, that yeah. is one. That is my biggest pro from the uh, episode is the idea okay. that there are twenty nine plus other 
um, universes. Mm-hmm. And in my head, that mean that stands to reason that the original series is one of those universes. That's that's what I've come okay. to kind of get my head around this. <clears throat> what okay. I thought happened is that when Manny was shot, I don't think mm-hmm. he was dead, but I think that they abducted him because again, everybody for the most part who got taken was about to like die, die. or something. Right. So I took it as they took the Manny who uh Keisha shot and plucked him right back where they maybe would have picked him up. So okay. in, in again, you know, nerds, help me out if there's some plot holes. But mm-hmm. my knowledge, my logic is you pluck him up, put him exactly back in that same moment, his life continues. So it's kind of like a closing the loop. Though his continued, because we don't know what he knows. We just know, yeah. hey, I've been going for went to get a burger. You come back, it's a girl in my house. So yeah. clearly something... Oh, okay, he a circle. It's a closed circle. Yeah, That's yeah, I yeah. And I feel yeah. like it's the same thing with Rev. Where if we get a season mm-hmm. two, he will be alive and maybe be an mm-hmm. older man. But it's like he's not gonna know them. They're gonna have to make him remember them. I don't think, I don't think those people were just taken away and now they're just gone. I feel like they were plucked away and mm-hmm. put back into the time stream. But okay, yeah. I mean, I can that <laughs> that would work for me. I mean, like you know we. I always say, like, if you want to get nerdy with it, um, okay. I think about. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I was like, all right, nigga. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no. Let me. Okay, let me. It's like, yeah, like, fuck your theory. No, I just. Uh, <laughs> Yo, no, because I, oh, no, no, because man. I was going to say, yeah, where's Rev's son? <laughs> um, hold on, I got a call from someone. No, you're good. <laughs> no, no. What I was going to, I was actually going to use something that further can kind of give your theory, like um, just kind of support your theory because mm-hmm. I always go back to this and like I said, people could, you know, argue potholes or whatever, but back to the future too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the almanac, you know, that whole thing mm-hmm. with the almanac, Biff gets the almanac, creates an alternate timeline future mm-hmm. where um, he is rich. Uh, George McFly is dead. And mm-hmm. he's married to Marty's mom, and like it, it's just like a horrible. Have you? Oh, have you not seen this? No, I, I, <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, like it's like it's horrible. So, yes, basically, you know, Doc Brown, Doc explains the whole thing of like the alternate timelines and that, mm-hmm. and building off of the thing of like the variants of mm-hmm. um, Loki. Mm-hmm. It's like if you if you mess with the timeline a certain way, you create these branches. So. Yes. If they wanted to get as creative as they wanted Come to on. possible, the second season could kind of be a restart or a yes. reboot. Um, I, you know, and it, and it kind of gives you a chance to uh, do something different or mm-hmm. just kind of suggest that. And it's not to disregard what came in the first season. Right. There was some stuff that worked. There was some stuff that didn't. Mm-hmm. But creatively, you give yourself a, this kind of new um, tablet or uh, chalkboard mm-hmm. to start doing the stuff for the season. So. Um, I think that, like I said, that's so why I, I like your theory. That's the mm. thing. Like, no, I was just like, well, I uh, no, I wasn't like that. Yo. <laughs> I, think, um, um, I think, like I said, I, I would love for that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Like I said, if they if they get a second season, hopefully that'll be the case. And yeah. they can you know, do some fun stuff, crazy stuff with it. Uh, yeah. I want to see more. I mean, like I said, when we talk about, you know, do the kind of season wrap up, if, you know, when we do that, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I do want to see is like the other centers. Come I want on. them to expand. 
this world outside of the hotel and show like the people imagine like them showing if we decide to stick with this timeline people mm -hmm. watching the news from their 4400 center and being like what the hell we were having yeah. fun we're planting gardens and shit you know that type of shit is like they yeah. they rioting at the hilton and it's just like mm -hmm. that's not the hilton that's the built-in block and then it's just you know that type of thing yeah um but yeah, so it'd be it would be interesting to kind of see if they stay the same with the different, you know, whatever the different mm -hmm. centers, um, and you know whatnot. But um, yeah, like I said, you know, overall, those are my general thoughts um, about the season finale. Mm -hmm. um, you wanna you wanna roll into favorites and uh -huh. okay, so um, who's your favorite character from the episode? Sure, always call that, but let, let me make sure. Hold on, let me, because that's just that's my default. Um, yeah. honestly, it was Claudette because I do okay. feel like I just loved every scene she was in. Like she has been the standout since episode one. So yeah, I'm going with Claudette. Okay, for me it was um, <clears throat> oh I have to have on my... Shanice. Actually, I I I enjoy Shanice. I I like her. The direction that they've taken her mm -hmm. in terms of like you know she was the de facto leader i know she yeah. was actually a leader at a certain point mm -hmm. and then also this whole thing of like she wants some normalcy with yeah. her within her life and she was just like i can't stay here like oh. they're literally bodies they bodied somebody here yes and um they were about <laughs> to body us so um so yeah. her kind of getting to that point i think worked mm -hmm. uh, so she was she was my favorite um oh, what about lee's favorite <sighs> Um, I want to make this count. Least favorite. Uh, I don't, I don't really know because I can't even go with like the cartoonish races. Like, what are y'all doing? Um, mm. and I can't say Manny, even though he is on that list. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, do I have a least favorite of this episode? Probably that Renee lady. And it's so, and I don't mean that to be a cop out, <laughs> but that was just like. It was random. I, yeah, all, yeah. It, I, I felt about her the way I felt about the one white lady with the red yeah. hair who played chess mm -hmm. with Hayden. Yeah, why are you here? That could have like, been the yeah. They could have. They could have let that be her if they had brought that exactly. actress back. Yeah. I would have been. She would have been my favorite, even yeah. over that. But like, oh, so I, I gotta yeah. go with Renee, even over, um, even over Manny. I gotta go with Renee or okay. Stephen Stone's wigs. Her, them too. <laughs> for me, it was the uh, giant iguana. So mm, okay. it was a giant iguana. I just um yep, that's me. I can I couldn't I can't mess with the giant iguana. <laughs> um and what was your favorite scene? Uh, the phone call. I yeah. that because that brought out genuine emotion in me. So that phone mm -hmm. call with Mariah, Hayden, um Shanice. Logan and Shanice. Yeah, I just yeah. That, it got me. In the field. What about you? For me, it's the same one. Okay. It's the same one. Oof. Yeah, for many of the reasons that you listed, it was just it was just an effective scene. And I mm -hmm. and I think everybody pretty much uh they everybody did a really good job with it. Mm -hmm. Um and out of um whatever, man, I <laughs> out of some out of ten giant dancing iguanas. <laughs> Um, how how what would you rate this episode? Oh, I'm so conflicted. Um, 
working in the parameters of what we got, not some, oh, I wish we could have got this, this, yeah. this, that. Like, yeah. literally what we got, mm-hmm. I would put this at a solid six. Okay. And it's because we got a lot of good stuff. I feel like the episode could have been tighter. Okay. I honestly do. I, I enjoyed it when I watched it. I enjoyed it on the rewatch. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this should have been the best episode out of the entire mm-hmm. series. And I don't feel like it was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm between a 5.5 and a 6. Mm. Um, so we're kind of in the same ballpark. I feel mm-hmm. the same way. I um, I just, it's weird because I think like the back half of the season has not been my favorite. Um, okay. And it's, and it just is what it is. Um mm-hmm. I, there were, I think there, the fir, before the midseason finale, things were working, but it was, you know, I, I think like our highest rating for this series has always been like in the seven range. So like our so. average for this series as a whole might come down to like a six or a seven. Hmm. Um, and my scores are progressively kind of getting lower, mm-hmm. you know, with with the uh, with the back half of the season. Yeah. Um, like I said, it just uh, it just is what it is. Uh, without and just kind of you know judging you know as far as you know focusing on the series as a you know by as its own as its own yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm between like five point five and a six. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, and it's. It's not to say that the show isn't deserving of a second season. Um, mm-hmm. I just hate the idea that again you got to work twice as hard to be half as recognized. And it's like this show, regardless of the critiques, I feel like it had to do a lot of heavy lifting that mm-hmm. other shows can just come on and not have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I you know anyone who loves Riverdale, you love it all day long. Yeah. I just feel like that's the one show I will keep coming back to when it comes to CW where you just let them do anything. <laughs> like they can have an underwater arc, four episodes just in the water. And you're like, oh yeah, give them 30 more seasons. And it's like, eh. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, oh, we got ooh, we got quite a few uh comments here. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, cool. let's uh you know, good good way to hit that finale. Uh, let's see who is this. This is Brian Jackson. Haha, <laughs> come back to us now. Uh, there you go. So uh, this was an exciting episode. He says my favorite. Uh, things got answered and new things have been introduced. Mm-hmm. I just want more of the cast to have more active offensive abilities. There we go. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the next episode will explain how they get their powers. Well, season two, if we get that, I'm I'm sure that'll uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, um, let's see. We have ha, you know, I like this. Claudette hit the hell out of that woman. Yes, <laughs> yes, knock Renee the eggs out. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, Kathy Cunningham says, hoping for another season. Mm-hmm. LaDonna is my fave. And you know, honestly, we didn't really speak a lot to LaDonna, but her I think I, I enjoyed her arc as well. Um yeah. I'm I'm sad that she started off so high with like oh mm-hmm. i'm the it girl and then kind of came down yeah. so low but that that issue with her mom issue with her dad issue with being 4400 learning about like she had a, a pretty solid arc i feel yeah yeah I, I i agree with that because especially after what she had to deal with with her goofy dad um, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brian agrees that, really uh, cool. with Kathy, you know, that um, he liked each character equally, and that's very mm-hmm. rare for him. <laughs> All right, Brian, good. <laughs> uh, let's see. He also says, in my spare time, let me study the time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the dummies guy for time travel is just like, oh, for real. <laughs> yeah, I would have told that lady, like, no, you know, I can help with the ZMT, <laughs> but the Look. time travel, not so much. <laughs> like, I was so, well, I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he the one. Yeah, Andre can do anything. <laughs> like, you know, maybe oh, alternate man. timeline, Andre got a background oh, in engineering. Oh, oh, oh. Hold up, Glenn. Uh, what is it? Glenna Wellington says Andre was the one who finished Manny's work that Manny saw in 2062. Uh, that he asked if he built it. Oh, well, you know, that, that might. Okay, how do you feel about that, Robert? When did he learn? In, I mean, maybe he had enough time. Okay, there's a lot of years in between now. And because like she, she came to him like he had a background in engineering and oh, not, not as a doctor. Like she didn't say, yo. Can you help treat these people? Yo, can you help create TMT? She was like, hey, we need some help with this time travel. So if the suggestion, if she had followed that up and said, we have plenty of time for you to to learn, you know, what needs to be needed. Uh, No, she came right out the gate and was just like, yo, Manny, Manny, Manny nutted up. (laughs) So we need some time travel folks <laughs> like you it oh and then Andre was like g willikers you know I don't yeah know. I, i'm your man <laughs> i'm your man it's just like oh man uh Glenn, <laughs> says where did uh logan go i where do you think he went green heaven she either he up there with rev to the future i think they took him to yeah yeah, we're both. And if we get a season two, it's probably gonna open with them like, like hanging. Well, you know, sci-fi with them two, some green light baby two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, like that. Stasis pods or whatever. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, Kathy says yes. Logan probably went where Rev and Manny went. They all got lifted up after mm-hmm. Which, which th- that is the thing that kind of like my theory about Manny like being mm-hmm. placed right back in time where he would have been pulled out initially. Yeah. I'm wondering if. That is the case, and even with Rev, where is Logan then? Like you yeah. plucked him out of chaos, so mm-hmm. do you? Like, do you replace him right before he took Hayden to the Boys Blanc? Like, do you place him right at that moment? Like, you know, and even so, does he have a power then when you place him back? If that's what's going on, yeah, I think um, I think the only reason Logan got picked up is because Hayden was <laughs> by him. They were like, we only going after forty four hundreds, and then but he you know was what? just like, he grabbed him. I I hear you, but I think yeah. it was Logan they were taking, and I think Hayden jumped mm. on top of him, knowing like because the the way he stopped did this kind of looks, and he's just like, yeah, oh, he Hayden, knew what was about me? to happen. So I I yeah, I could be wrong, but I think they no, were taking no. uh, Logan, and Hayden was like, you ain't taking my surrogate daddy. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, I'm ninety two. No, so <laughs> not taking my Mr. Drummond. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's get the also says, not sure. Hoping a season two could explain. We mm-hmm. did see Manny back at the end, though. Yes, indeed. Manny was alive and well. Um, Manny so fresh. Let's, let's see. Oh, hey, Mo. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey Mo. <laughs> All right. And then Glenda also continues. We need to try and figure out. Um, had to do another season since it hasn't been renewed yet. Yeah, that's. I wonder, like, what's the hold up? Because I, I'm not. I don't follow 
season renewals mm-hmm. or I haven't in the past. So I'm thinking like, is this normal? Is this something to be concerned about? What are the metrics that they're measuring this renewal on? Mm-hmm. I I wonder. Uh, it's it's always to I'm not an expert on that. Mm-hmm. Like I only know you know if if <laughs> I'm seeing shows that have not even premiered yet being renewed. Bro, Halo got Halo has a second season on Paramount Plus. There's hey. a new Star Trek show. That hasn't even premiered yet, and they got a season two locked up. So, I've seen we've seen um, the what was the other one? Arcane, that animated series mm-hmm. on Netflix. Netflix yeah, yeah, because and I I think it goes to viewership numbers. You know, uh, in in addition to like critical acclaim, but like we mm-hmm. know that shows that aren't necessarily quality, if they got enough of a fan base, yeah, or people watching it, then um, mm-hmm. they will announce say uh, they'll bring it back so yeah um it just i think it depends on you know this is not i'm not an expert at all on this but i think it depends on how many people are watching so word of mouth which um, is so odd because i know they were, it were mentioned because the show march about the hbcu band um mm-hmm. here in texas that comes on right before 4400 right and i saw a few articles uh monday night saying that the the ratings have gone up a bit, like the, the views have gone mm-hmm. up some. I'm like, that's fine. I'm happy yeah. for it, but is that enough to renew the show? Because, like, yeah. you know, even Bel Air, I think when they dropped the three episodes at once and then the fourth one, mm-hmm. it was like renewed for a second season right away. See, I see that happening more for streaming shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that happening more for streaming shows because right now, you know, Peacock, Netflix, Amazon, mm-hmm. um, Hulu, Disney Plus, um, Yakadu, Baba Blue, HBO Max. It's a lot of them. Um, they are, <clears throat> they're fighting for eyes. They're trying to yeah. get like, they're like, hey, you got an idea? Yeah. Okay, money. You know, that's that's Netflix every day. Like you look up. Oh, for real. Yeah, so that, I'm not surprised for the streaming networks, but like for network TV, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't mm. think they're as quick to do that. So Well, they better pitch the 3300 to Netflix and, and, and <laughs> I'm sick of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mo says, Mo, Mo says, Jesus Christ, I can't read. Says, Mariah shows uh, we start being strong black women early. That's why we tired. Mm-hmm. Woo. Woo. A word. A word yeah. right there. Um, let's see. <laughs> Kathy, just don't give Manny those bad future haircuts. Man, them haircuts were sick. That Sienna Stone. This that's like I don't know, and this might not be your thing, Robert. But Dream Girls when they had that opening scene, yeah, the other like turn the wigs around. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wig, man. No, you know she was about to no. step out and start doing some doo wop or something. No, for real. That, uh, in the wig. Uh, yeah. Let's see. And then Glenna says the Manny we saw at the end was the original Manny sent back about a day or so to stop what is about to happen to himself. I I wonder. Wait, so if I'm understanding this correctly, Glenn is saying at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. the Manny we saw was original Manny from the timeline before he was fucked out. Sent a- back a day or so to stop. Or was it Manny who was killed by Keisha and then, oh. Glenn, if you're still here, give me an update. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> I told you, I'm just going to call him Manny Fresh. 
Okay, there we go. Because that's Manny Fresh. He's back. <laughs> oh, I, I was, man. Yeah, I was calling him the wrong Manny before. I kept I kept saying Manny Fresh before, but now he is literally yeah. fresh. Yeah. Right. No bullet wounds, no nothing. Uh, so I wonder if this Manny has had COVID because we know the future yeah. Manny did get COVID. So not that that's super important, but, you know. Is he going to mask up? Has he had a vaccine? <laughs> Yeah, is right. this podcast Has he been vaccinated? Because you know the other one was. Like, yeah. No. Jarrell, um, like he, he was like he, when he walked in, he was like, "Yo, you got a vaccine?" <laughs> he said, no. "You can't come into this house with no vaccine." Oh <laughs> my god! But you know, you know, honestly, that would be an interesting thing to um, address: is the forty four hundred returning, mm-hmm. and they are forty four hundred people who have not gone through COVID in this universe. So, like. Mm-hmm. What does that say for like does that affect the BMT, ZMT, whatever's in their blood? Like what? Man, we get no. Robert's like, nah, nigga, you just no, no, like that, no, no. They if there's a whole episode dedicated to like anti-vaxxers, I'm like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Like I yo like I I deal with listening to that shit too much in real life. Bro, look, hey, shots. (laughs) Get your shots and wear them. This show gonna give you that promiocin now. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh Kathy. Uh right. So thinking maybe Logan and Rev will come back too and Hayden since he hitched a ride with Logan. Yes, Kathy. I'm hoping yeah, so. so. I'm hoping so. Um, and then we end up with Brian saying, Kathy Cunningham, yes. <laughs> yes, I agree, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, thank Ooh, y'all okay. for the comments. We appreciate y'all. No, for real, for real. Y'all showed yeah. out tonight. What a yeah. way to send off the season. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts or anything? Or how how you feeling? Um, dude, it was a ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was a ride. Like mm-hmm. I, that's all I can say, man. Like I, um, it was. It's. It, I got some of the stuff that I wanted because, like mm-hmm. I said, we've. We've spoken about it compared to the other series, like stuff is black people we weren't getting, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and, but then also acknowledging that show was just great. You know, there was, yeah. stuff, there was stuff that worked. So we got the stuff that we were missing uh, and we never wanted it to be a direct, like reboot or take on mm-hmm. always, you know, the, on the original, I always tell people Battlestar Galactica mid two thousands compared to the one from the seventies, mm-hmm. they kept, elements of it but they made it they made the concept their own and yeah. i was happy for them to do that it was just the execution at certain point in points that mm-hmm. i wasn't really bobbing with mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm literally middle of the road but i'm i wish i hope that they do get a season two. Oh, absolutely so. absolutely and for me it's more or less regardless to how anyone feels about the show mm-hmm. what other show has science fiction elements with all these black mm-hmm. people Exactly. Well, this show was like, this black woman cannot be killed. You know? mm-hmm. This black yeah. woman can see the future. This um young white, differently abled uh white girl can mm-hmm. you know move shit, whatever. Like it's so much that I feel like um I feel like it's along the lines of uh Lovecraft Country in that that odd mm-hmm. science, yeah, but melanin infused mm-hmm. thing. And what else did we mention earlier? It was another show um but either way i i just for that alone i would like Mm -hmm. to see more of this show yeah yeah well (laughs) we made it um 
Uh, please yep. let these folks know how to support you, follow you, and, and all that good stuff. Uh, y'all can find me at the actually Instagram is the best way, Robert K. Jeffrey. And my website is robertkjeffrey.com. And as usual, you know, check out uh, our website, Black Sci, actually, blacksci-fi.com should mm-hmm. um, get you there. So, and thanks to everybody who's rode with us for this long and watched our episodes live or have yes. gone back and listened to them. So, yes. we appreciate y'all. Yes, indeed. And same here, Carefree Blurred on Twitter. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Carefree Black Nerd on Instagram as well. Um, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, voice notes, something you want to get off your chest and you don't want those uh, Twitter limitations. And um, all those links, Robert's and mine's, will be in the show notes, so make sure on rewatch or replay, you check those show notes and see what we got going on. And man, this has been this has been, been something. Fun. This has been something. This is some yeah. wild mess. I love it. Just drama. <laughs> Drama, love triangles, fights, war, bullets, mm-hmm. iguanas. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all, um, until next time. Oh, actually, and make sure, if you are a fan of the 4400, check out our other companion series, extension series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A Light in the Sky, we are reviewing the original series of yeah. the 4400. We're up to season three, episode 12. Yeah, we're we're near the season finale, if not on the season right. finale. So. And same hashtag, uh, use yeah. hashtag AL4400. Mm-hmm. Check out, you know, it's listed in the show notes, that mm-hmm. as well. Um, so stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay, I don't know, iguana in and up. Um, <laughs> stay away from green lights. Yeah. Um, no matter what CW show you're on. And, uh, you know, take care of yourself, each other. And we'll check y'all on the next installment, I guess. Cool. All right.